Let's pray. Uh, Lord, um, we, we do have this hope uh, deep down in, in each of our hearts that, that our, uh, everything we cry, all the pain that we've experienced uh, wouldn't be in vain, that there would be purpose to it. So, Lord, we, we just pray that you would fix our eyes on you this morning. It is so easy to become consumed with our own stuff. So our pain, our, our circumstances, our obstacles, that, that, that we forget that, that you're there. Help us see your face this morning, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm so glad each of you has chosen to join us for worship this morning. We are continuing in our series, Second Guessing God. Uh, for those of you I uh, haven't had the opportunity to meet, my name is Andy. I'm uh, really just privileged to be uh, the senior pastor and uh, here at uh, Troy United Methodist Church and really glad that you're here today. I, I believe uh, with my whole heart that, that God uh, has you here for a purpose today, that somehow, some way, he wants to give some hope uh, to you in the midst of whatever pain and the circumstances that, that you have been facing. Um, I, I believe uh, that, that God wants to transform each one of us. And I believe that because uh, today our, our subject is, is a subject matter that is very, very close to God's heart, um, the, the subject of pain. As I was preparing for the message this week, I was uh, uh, sitting down and, and journaling and, and just reflecting on, on the question, where in my life have I experienced the most pain? And lots of things came to mind, uh, some things that I've already shared in this message series um, in previous weeks, but, but uh, also just some really dumb things uh, came to my mind, and I just kind of found myself chuckling, like, like uh, God reminded me of ingrown toenails. Uh, can I get an amen? Uh, I know maybe a little too much information, but, but uh, those things hurt. Uh, those, are, those are not fun at all. Uh, uh, another thing that came to my mind when I was, I was trying to think of like what, what was pain that I experienced as a kid, and when I was 11 years old, um, I, I remember the pain of disappointment when my flying Illini uh, when, when Nick Anderson forgot to block out Sean Higgins and, and uh, Michigan ended up beating us in the final four and, and went on to win the national championship. And I just remember as an 11-year-old going to bed that night and thinking how in the world I was going to get up and face the next day. Uh, just, uh, you know, I, I had um, not a lot of pain in my early years, obviously, but, uh, but, but uh, the, that's the way I feel regularly with the Illini, these days at least. But there, there's also the pain of embarrassment. Uh, uh, I had a, a friend visit. Uh, she was picking up her granddaughter from SIUE or picking up a lot of her stuff uh, for the uh, semester end. And, and I, I, I recalled a time when I visited her in the hospital. She was having an outpatient procedure, and, and I totally passed out while I was visiting her in the hospital, like totally just collapsed on the floor. And she tried to catch me and fell over on top of me, I've been told. Um, and, but I woke up to these faces above me and, and, and the pastor became the patient and the patient ended up visiting the pastor um, in the ER. Um, and I was like, I just had a dip in my blood sugar or something, but I had a, you know, a copay. Uh, so I think it was only $75, but uh, that was the $75 most expensive cheeseburger uh, I've ever had to get me up and running again. But, uh, uh, but ultimately, I guess none of those things are really truly painful because uh, I can laugh about them now. Uh, but, well, except for the Illini. Uh, but <laughs> but real, real pain isn't a joking matter, though. Uh, whether uh, for you it's, it's, it's physical pain, ch childbirth, 
uh, the chemotherapy treatments from cancer, uh, kidney stones, the, the after effects of a car accident, uh, or, or what, what Sherry uh, experiences uh, daily uh, with her diseases. Uh, for, for you, it could be a real emotional pain from rejection or betrayal or a broken relationship or, or the loss of a loved one. Uh, there's also very real spiritual pain, um, maybe from just uh, unanswered prayers in your life or a disappointment, shattered dreams, a sense of being all alone in this world. Uh, real pain is not uh, a joking matter. And so far in this series, I, I think we've found some hope in the fact that even in the midst of our pain, God is at work upstream uh, in our lives, oftentimes out of our direct line of sight. We can't see God at work a lot of times in our lives, and yet God is at work, uh, uh, working together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose, uh, that, that God is at work in our circumstances. We've also uh, um, found out that God sometimes uh, does perform instantaneous miracles, the, the ones that we hope and we pray for, uh, but oftentimes God is at work over the long haul, giving us the power to persevere in the midst of whatever challenging circumstances we're facing in our present trials. And today it's my prayer that each one of us here, uh, that we'll find hope uh, that there is actually a purpose, a purpose for our pain. And I don't know about you, but I, I've trained myself to accept the short-term uh, pain uh, in my life for the hope that there are some long-term benefits. Uh, for me, there are several things that fall into this category. A anything that requires diligence and perseverance, but, but for me, exercise falls into this category for me. You know, I, I will get out and I will run. I've trained myself to, to endure the pain and the, and the discomfort from uh, running in the winter. Uh, or, or working out when I don't feel like it, because then I know the, the longer-term benefit is I can eat a little bit more of what I like to eat. Uh, anybody, you know, spaghetti dinner? Uh, that I had some of that yesterday, and there are desserts left over. You need to get some of those. But exercise. Uh, <laughs> uh, short-term pain for long-term uh, benefit. Um, and, uh, of course, that's... But who, who, who in their right mind would sign up for purposeless pain. I mean, you talk to any, any uh, woman who's given birth to a child, is well, there's, there's long-term benefit to this. There, there's purpose for this pain that I'm enduring. And if there wasn't, I mean, who would sign up for that? N nobody in their right mind would, would sign up for purposeless pain. And yet so often in the midst of our pain, it is hard to see the purpose we wonder, God, what are you doing in the midst of, of my crumbling marriage? God, why, why, why do I have to endure seeing my, my mother suffer through cancer? God, where are you in the midst of my depression? I, I can't see what you're doing, God, uh, in the midst of me being single all these years. What, God, where, where are you when I've, I've longed to have children? God, why aren't my prayers being answered? What are you up to, God? Is there any purpose for my present pain? I know you have pain, um, or at least I know that you have had pain. Uh, some of you are enduring it right now. Um, and I, I just invite you uh, to take a, take a moment, just in, in your mind's eye, in your heart reflections. You can close your eyes or not, but, but uh, just come to a point in your mind of, of drawing to the forefront 
uh, the, the, the pain in your life that maybe you work so hard just to bury or, or numb or, or not think about very often. Just bring it to the forefront of your mind. What, what, what is it that you're enduring now that is so painful? I, I look at some of you, and, and some of you, I, I know some of your stories, and I, I, I sense the, the pain. I know the pain that you're enduring right now. Uh, others of you, you might have to dig a little bit deeper. Uh, it's not right on the forefront. Of me. You maybe have to think about uh, some ways that you felt let down or uh, some unresolved anger toward God uh, for seemingly making you suffer through something that you didn't see a purpose for. What, what, what is that pain? You got it? Is it there? Friends, God is not absent in your pain. He is oh so present. And although God hasn't been the cause of your pain, I, I do believe with my whole heart that, that God has and desires there to be purpose in your pain. And if you would allow me, I'd like to share some of what I believe God would hope would happen in your life in the midst of the pain, and in, in many cases, because of the pain in your life. Um, and you can follow along in your message notes. Uh, they're there for you to reflect on later. Um, but first off, uh, I mean, God's, God's desire for us in this world is that, that we would give our hearts to him. That, that, that is God's, God's big purpose plan, that, that, we, that we would become a part of his kingdom and live out our lives in his kingdom in this world. And, and the first step in that is that we would trust him with our lives, that, that we would give God our heart God wants our heart, and God will allow pain in your life to help you get to the point of, of letting go of self-dependence. God, God wants you to learn to trust him in every circumstance, to depend on him alone, to be under no false presumptions that you are in control, that, that you're the boss of your own life. God wants your, your pain to bring you to enough of a breaking point that you are willing to surrender your heart to him, to learn to follow him in every circumstance, even when it's painful. So, so God would uh, long that you would give him your heart. And I find this is oftentimes uh, the case and, and oftentimes my prayer for people um, in the midst of pain, when they're not yet a follower of Jesus. Um, uh, sometimes the only way that God will get our attention in this life is to allow us to endure pain um, and, and, and remind us that we're not in control, to help bring to our attention uh, eternal things. Uh, uh, like last week's story, um, Meredith uh, shared her story last week before she was baptized, that awesome Sunday. Uh, last week. And, uh, but if you remember in her story, she shared that uh, her father uh, died tragically uh, about 10 years ago and that that pain caused her so much grief and the way that she was dealing with that grief uh, and, and kind of pushing God away, that that caused so much pain even in, in, 10 years later in the midst of her most important relationships in this life today. And she was so at a point, a bottom a point of despair that that God used that pain in her life to help her turn to God. That, that, that was the effect of it, that, that she realized she was far from God and that God was the only hope for 
healing in her life. And so, so she turned to God. Uh, she surrendered her life to him. She started following him and now knows that was baptized last week and now knows that, that she's not alone in the midst of her pain, that God walks with her uh, through her grief. Oftentimes that is the purpose for pain in your life, that you would come to a point of giving your heart to God completely uh, w- without holding anything back. Say, God, I'm at the end of my rope. I need you. I need you. You know, if you're here today and you don't, maybe you don't consider yourself a follower of Jesus. Maybe you'd call yourself a Christian, but but not that you're living your life for God. Please know, regardless of what you've been through, uh, what kind of junk you've had in the past, how how often you've held that mask up that says everything's okay, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christian, I'm a I'm a Christ follower, and when maybe it's not the truth, no matter any of those things, God's God loves you. And the number one thing that God longs for your life is that you would give your heart to him, that you would trust him, that you would follow him, that you would experience his presence and his grace in your life. And, and if you're experiencing pain, it very well might be, I, I believe that, that God longs to use that pain to bring you to a point of living your life, surrendering your heart to him, giving him your heart. Uh, and if you do that, he can bring hope and healing to you. You won't be alone again. He'll be with you. Uh, but but uh, an obvious question, a follow-up question that is, well, Pastor Andy, I've already surrendered my heart to God. I, I am living my life for God. That is my heart's desire. What about my pain then? What, what's the purpose then? Um, uh, well, another reason that God allows you to experience pain is uh, not that you would give him your heart if you've already done that, but that he would give you his heart. God wants to give you his compassion, his heart, his, his uh, love for other people. God, by, by teaching you to feel what, what everybody feels. Uh, God first wants to use pain so that you give him your heart. He then wants to use your pain so that you, he can give you his heart, his heart of compassion for other people. Uh, one, one of my favorite authors writes uh, several, uh, wrote several uh, very short books that just really capture the heart of God uh, to me, um, uh, Henry Nouwen. He wrote a book called The Wounded Healer. And in that book, he writes this. He said, who can save a child from a burning house without taking the risk of being burnt by the flames? Who, who can listen to a story of loneliness or despair without risking, taking the risk of experiencing similar pains in his own heart and even losing his precious peace of mind? In short, He says this, he says, who can take away suffering without entering it? The great illusion of leadership is to think that man can be led out of a desert by someone who has never been there. There very well may be a reason why you've gone through what you've gone through. Your wounds give you the capacity to feel what other people feel to feel another person's pain. Uh, Only when you are broken can you truly have compassion on those who are experiencing brokenness. God wants to give you his heart. He wants to give you his compassion. That's what God wants to do with your pain. First, he wants to use your pain so that you would give him your heart, and then he wants to use the pain in your life in order to give you his heart for others. But finally, I believe God wants to use your pain so that you'll come to a point of giving his heart, giving God's heart to other people. 
Uh, that's right, God, God wants to use your pain as a catalyst for sharing his love with others. In other words, God wants to give you new opportunities to, to love people and to minister uh, to and serve people in this world. Uh, so often we can get just stuck. I mean, I have been there, just stuck in my own stuff that, that I just kind of get a little tunnel vision and I see the path in front of me, but I don't see uh, the, you on my right or my left. I'm just kind of do, doing my own thing. We've all been there, especially and when we're in, our, in pain, it can be so consuming that that's, that's where we stay. And, and, and it is so easy to get caught up in that. But if you come to the point uh, of giving God's heart to others in service, in the midst of your own pain, uh, orienting your entire heart and mind and soul to, to doing what God taught us to do, to love God and to love others, even in the midst of our own pain, our own junk, uh, I believe the following things will happen to loosen the, the grip of despair that can consume us when we're stuck in our own, in our own hurts and our own brokenness. And the first is this, is that serving others shifts the focus away from our own pain. If, if you're hurting and you feel like you can't break out of the, the, the grip of despair uh, just in your own stuff, choose the path that leads to life. And Jesus said when uh, those who lose their life will find their life in me. When, when we stop focusing on our own stuff and, and love God and love others the way Jesus modeled for us, then we begin to find uh, our life and as you do so, I think we find that, that the pain uh, grows, uh, the feeling grows smaller and smaller each day. Uh, serving others also helps you to feel again. Uh, I, I don't know if you can think of, about the, the time that, that's kind of in your head. Maybe that time is right now where you're experiencing a lot of pain and uh, suffering. But it, it is so, just the way we cope just the natural way we cope is to numb ourselves to the pain. We don't, we don't want to feel it anymore. And so some of us do that in very destructive ways. You know, we'll turn to vices that help us escape and, and, and uh, lower the, the pain, help us not feel the pain anymore. Others of us, uh, we, we try to numb it in, in more helpful and fruitful ways. But, but sometimes uh, when we're going through pain, we just get numb to everything. And, and we no longer experience the the real joys, like they're just, the joys just aren't as joyful anymore. And, and the lows, they're not as low either. I mean, that's the trade-off, uh, right? When we, when we numb ourselves, uh, we, we kind of become a little less human. But when you begin to serve others, over time, serving others can help you feel emotion again. Help you feel human again. Serving others also helps you feel God's presence again. Uh, Jesus is oftentimes referred to as the suffering servant. The scripture passage that, that Deb read earlier is, is a passage from uh, a section of scripture where, where uh, we believe is describing Jesus as the suffering servant. When we serve others in the midst of our suffering, we place ourselves in the best experience, in the best position to experience God, at least according to Jesus' example. And if you're struggling to encounter God in your pain, if you feel numb, maybe Instead of trying to experience God in the way that you have been, try doing so by serving others. Getting the attention off yourself, you can begin to experience God. Uh, I, I bet you'll meet God there. Uh, maybe not at first, it takes some time, but, but eventually. 
And if you're uh, looking for opportunities to serve, every, I mean, there are, are countless numbers, but you heard David share uh, about some earlier, uh, ways to serve over the summer through the summer uh, food program. There, there are ways every week we put in, in the bulletin. There are some in the newsletter each week, uh, opportunities to share uh, the love of Christ with others and to serve others. Uh, but, but finally, by serving others, you can also find meaning. I mean, that's the whole point of this, the, uh, finding purpose in our pain. You can find meaning in your suffering. Maybe what we need to do when we're hurting, when we're suffering, when we're experiencing pain is to not ask question, the question why, but ask the question who. Uh, author of the book, uh, Second Guessing God, uh, Brian Jones, he, he, he suggests that, that God's uh, desire uh, when we go through uh, difficult times is and that he has a purpose for the pain that we're experiencing, has two intended recipients, us and, and somebody else. If we choose not to take what we've experienced and find some way of using it to help others, then we miss out on a large part of the reason why God uh, allowed us to experience pain in the first place. Uh, that's why I love uh, Sh Sherry writing her story to me, and I uh, want to... I always look forward to reading people's stories. I opened the document up and I, it just kept like scrolling. I said, whoa, 21 pages. So I emailed Sherry. I said, I can't wait to read this, but it's not going to be today. Uh, but that's why I love that she shared her testimony uh, thoroughly um, to, to give others hope. She was thinking about the pain in her life and a purpose behind it was to give hope to others who might be experiencing pain in a similar way. And she shared with me, she said, give this to anybody with my permission, give this to anybody who you think it might help. And, and so I said, hey, can we share some of it here on Sunday? She said, absolutely. And if you, if you heard some of her testimony and, and would love to read more, um, I, I, just email me. Uh, I would be happy to, to forward that on. Uh, she wanted there to be purpose for the pain that she was experiencing. Uh, uh, you see, suffering really is pointless when it's without meaning. It is. And, and, and suffering is ultimately without meaning when, we've suffer, when what we've suffered isn't put to some greater use. Uh, I love this quote by uh, 20th century philosopher Simon Weil who said this, the extreme greatness of Christianity lies not in the fact, uh, it lies in the fact that it does not seek a supernatural remedy for suffering. Uh, other world religions do, uh, Buddhism in particular. Uh, the whole purpose of Buddhism is to uh, remove us from suffering. But he says, that the extreme greatness of Christianity lies not in the fact that, that it doesn't seek to uh, a supernatural remedy for suffering, but a supernatural use for it. Isn't that powerful? Let, let your mind wander for a moment. Think of the ways that, that God might want to use what you've suffered or are suffering presently to give hope to others. How might God want to use your ongoing struggles with depression or years of infertility? How might God want to use your experience of abuse to help someone else? How might God want to use your pain from loneliness or divorce or from losing your job? How could God use the pain that you've experienced from the mistakes that you've made in life? The, the, the drug abuse or 
the pornography addiction, or, or the broken relationships because you made some really bad choices? How could God use the pain you experienced uh, from cancer or the physical struggles that you're going through? How might God want to use the grief that you experienced when, when you lost your spouse or your child or, or your best friend? How might God want to use the suffering that you're enduring as you age? Yeah, God has a purpose, multiple purposes, in fact, for the suffering that he has allowed you to go through. And maybe God is, is leading you to give him your heart. Maybe God wants to give you his heart for others. Maybe God wants to provide opportunities for you to give his heart to others. There is a purpose for your pain, but the real question is, will you allow God to use your pain in a way that only he can? What will you look for and embrace the, the purposes for your pain? You know, I, I know sometimes it is, is very hard to hear about God's purpose for your pain when you're in the midst of suffering. Uh, but, but you can trust our God with your suffering. He's there. Uh, our God is familiar with suffering and pain. In fact, Jesus willingly accepted pain and suffering for God's greater purpose. Let me read this passage again from Isaiah 53. You can just meditate on this as I read it. Remember, this was written over 700 years before Jesus was ever born, showing that, that God was working out his purposes over the long, long haul. He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground, he had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by others, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Friends, God is present in our suffering because he knows suffering. And God wants to see purpose in your suffering just as there was purpose in Jesus' suffering. Don't miss the truth that there was purpose in Jesus' suffering. Because he went to the cross and suffered and died, you and I can be set free. Jesus was wounded so that you can experience healing from your wounds. Jesus faced death so that you don't have to be afraid of death. There was purpose in Jesus' suffering, and there can be purpose in your pain and suffering too. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, really that is our hope, that is our plea it's our prayer that, that you would take our brokenness, that you would take our hurt, our suffering and our pain and, and give it purpose. We, we know and trust that, that you are a God who understands suffering and we thank you for the witness of the cross, that, that we can have hope for our suffering because Jesus' suffering set us free, free from sin and death, free from purposeless suffering by the power of your spirit, would you, would you give us courage 
It is so hard to trust sometimes, God, especially in the midst of our pain. Would you give us courage to trust you and to trust you enough to give us and help us see purpose in our pain? We pray it in Jesus' name, amen.